Good morning, Contrarians. It is about 6.40 a.m. on Thursday, November 4th, and stock futures are moving a bit higher. We have uh, tech leading things. The NASDAQ is up about four-tenths of 1%. Small caps are up too. The Russell 2000 is up about two-tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials and S&P 500 are roughly flat. Commodities are rebounding a bit. Copper and crude oil are up more than 1%. But cryptocurrencies are down. Bitcoin is off about 2.5% to, to trade around 61700 I mentioned cryptos just because they are my preferred gauge for risk appetite on a short-term basis. As you know, if you've been listening to these podcasts, more on that later in the bottom line. Uh, this all follows a day when the Federal Reserve surprised few people uh, by announcing the start of bond purchase tapering. Got to give credit to all the sell-side research and everybody else who predicted this. And they are going to start purchasing, uh, I'm sorry, tapering bond purchases this month to the tune of $15 billion a month. Um, the comments by Jerome Powell were pretty dovish. And stocks moved higher after the announcement, most, most of the movement came when he started speaking. Incidentally, he said the Fed is not talking about raising interest rates yet. And he seems pretty eager to punt that decision into the middle of next year, if not later. Uh, his term, of course, expires early next year. So we'll see if he's still around to do that. But he says there's a bunch of moving parts, including labor which has been the one thing that has been keeping them from raising interest rates, apparently. Well, no, that was first the thing that was kept keeping them from tapering until now, I guess. Interest rates are a different story. They have a, a higher gauge for that, um, a higher threshold for that. Anyway, the uh, the today we have the Bank of England now is going to release its policy statement. That's at 8 o'clock, and this could become the first major central bank to raise interest rates post-COVID. Um, the whole thing is pretty complex. The markets were anticipating a move higher. Now it's, I think it's about 60% judging by futures markets. This is really only something for currency traders or I guess, uh, bond traders, but it's, uh, yeah, interesting just because the BOE would be the first one post COVID to raise interest rates. A couple of other, uh, the bank of New Zealand did raise last month and Norway's central bank has basically said they will at their next meeting. Several's ha several have withdrawn QE. Central banks in Eastern Europe have been raising rates. Poland was the most, the latest to do that. But um, yeah, that's all just some stuff for currency traders, like I said. In the US, it's mostly about earnings today. We just had Cigna beat on top and bottom line estimates and raise its outlook. Uh, so that, that should help things. This morning, Kellogg is due to report before the open at 9.30. That'll be interesting to watch because of the labor strife that they've had there. See if there's any update. Of course, see what they have to say about supply chains and higher input costs. We later get Dropbox, Expedia, Airbnb, Shake Shack, Square, Peloton, Viacom, and Uber. Those are some of the biggest ones, at least that I've seen. The couple portfolio holdings there, Airbnb and Viacom. Viacom, I've been increasing my stake as it's been dropping. Um, but 
we'll just have to have to see about that. Like I like I've said before, these are all long term holdings. I'm not a trader. I buy and I hold for the very long term, um, at least a year for tax purposes, but preferably much more. Seeing how it's Thursday, we also get initial jobless claims out at 8:30. Uh, economists expect 275,000 new claims. This would be a post-pandemic low. Um, last week's number was a post-pandemic low as well, so this will be the second in a row. We'll see about that. Um, we're st- the Fed has another meeting in this year in December, but that should be a bit of a non-event, although the dot plot will be released there. It was not released yesterday, as I erroneously told you yesterday. So uh, apologies on that, but you know you can't know everything about everything, especially if you're just one person. Anyway, bottom line... Some conflicting signals here from tech, which is moving higher, and cryptos, which are moving lower. As you know, the latter have become my preferred gauge for predicting risk appetite in the short term. This is not. This is basically the extent of the use for cryptos, as far as I can tell. I don't see any use case where practical life is concerned, but that's just me. People, um, well, whatever. And um, so this all leaves me a bit cautious about making a prediction. Presumably, earnings will carry the day. I uh, won't expect too much noise around initial jobless claims, but earnings will probably carry the day, and seeing how those are all still out in the future, I am going to abstain again from making a prediction. Um, earnings have mostly beaten estimates this quarter, but as you know, past performance does not predict future results. And since this is, this is the one thing upon which the day's direction of the stock market will hinge. I'm just going to sit this one out. Yesterday, I I did call that there would be a strong reaction one way or another to the Fed. This held, this this came true. The markets were trading sideways most of the day. And then once the Fed came out with their statement, and more importantly, once Powell started speaking, uh, stocks rose quite a bit. So I'll but I, I didn't really make a prediction on that anyway, and that was kind of a bit of a cop-out to say that, since that's kind of always what happens. So I'm not going to take a, a W. I'll call that one an abstention. My record now is four wins, one loss, and two abstentions. If you are tracking these things, and I'm not sure how much longer I will be doing this, but it is a little fun. Um, so, yeah, not investment advice, of course. Nothing I say is investment advice. Do your own research. Make your own decisions. With that, I leave you for today. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Your support is appreciated and valued, and you are welcome. In fact, I invite you to send me your thoughts to contrarianpod at gmail.com. You can text me or WhatsApp me or Telegram signal. If you prefer, that number is in the show notes or was sent to you when you subscribed. I'm not going to repeat it now. Besides, it's not like you're going to write it down. So thank you for listening, and with that, I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.